Association of Southeast Asian Nations, commonly known as the ASEAN, is not only committed to collaborating politically and economically, it is also dedicated in promoting socio-cultural unity as it builds a one ASEAN community. We may think that the Southeast Asian region is hard to unite because of its diverse culture and ethnicity. However, the ASEAN member states are earnest and hopeful that through the promotion of culture and arts, this greatest barrier will turn to a useful carrier to achieve mutual respect and understanding among its people successfully. Arts is seen by them as the common language to unify the people of this community with full of diversity. This is Dan Lopez and welcome to my podcast series, Arts and the ASEAN. Today's episode is entitled Philippine Cultural Diplomacy and the ASEAN Strategic Plan for Culture and Arts. In this episode, I will be talking about how the Philippines, as an ASEAN member, has been actively doing its part in promoting the ASEAN identity through cultural diplomacy. So stay tuned and relax. Before we talk about the Philippine cultural diplomacy, it is essential to understand how arts can be used as a diplomatic tool. Cultural diplomacy is being used by nation states to turn the threat of diversities from conflicting differences to mutual understanding. It is a means of countries in overcoming estrangement from others. One of the major channels in the conduct of cultural diplomacy among nation-states is through the exchange of artistic and creative outputs. Arts is a direct representation of a country's culture and identity because it communicates a nation's image or impression with quality and authenticity. Cultural features are evident by the artworks such as paintings, dress, music, architectural designs, etc. Art exchanges can be through conducting tours of famous musical and dramatic artists, conducting art and fashion exhibits, multimedia festivals, and others. Moreover, countries are also establishing permanent cultural centers abroad that may be used as venues for events to promote one's culture and arts. Through arts exchanges, mistrust between or among governments will fade, as well as perception and opinions and decision makings may also change. It clearly shows how useful arts are as tool in establishing and maintaining diplomatic relations. discuss about the ASEAN Strategic Plan for Culture and Arts 2016-2025. to The ASEAN is the best example of an organization utilizing arts for cultural diplomacy to achieve long-lasting cooperation and integration. 
To promote greater understanding and mutual respect in the region, the ASEAN forged the ASEAN Social-Cultural Community Blueprint. One of the goals of this blueprint is to establish a shared ASEAN identity. Despite cultural diversity, the ASEAN is eager to reach this aim by building a community that creates a sense of belongingness and unity for joint development. To replace the disadvantages of differences, the ASEAN came up with the ASEAN Strategic Plan for Culture and Arts 2016-2025. to The main objective of this plan is to deepen an ASEAN mindset and facilitate intercultural dialogue among the people of ASEAN in raising awareness on and appreciation for the histories, cultures, traditions, and values of the ASEAN region. It will be a means to educate the people of the ASEAN region about cultural awareness. To successfully carry out this plan, the following are the key strategies proposed by the ASEAN. Number one, encourage a multi-stakeholder approach in promoting an ASEAN mindset and identity to increase the appreciation for the ASEAN community's histories, cultures, arts, traditions, and values. Number two, promote the cultural diversity of ASEAN with emphasis on the long-lasting cultural threads that bind the region to advance intercultural understanding as a counter against violent extremism that may emerge from a lack of understanding of each other's culture. Number three, advance the cultural rights of all the peoples of ASEAN to catalyze the development of the region where people have equal access to cultural properties and where culture is inclusive and helps strengthen sustainable development. The fourth one is to harness the contribution of the creative industries towards innovations, generating livelihoods, and supporting economic development in ASEAN member states. The next one is engage with and facilitate discussion among policymakers, professionals, practitioners, and institutions concerned with culture and the arts to raise capabilities in cultural and heritage management. And lastly, is to promote the role of culture for ASEAN to become a proactive member of the global community. The Philippines, as one of the founding members of the ASEAN, and is rich in culture and arts, has been committed to performing these key strategies. The active efforts of the Philippine government in conducting cultural diplomacy, mainly through the use of arts, show this kind of commitment. This series will discuss some of these actions made by the Philippines to fulfill this plan of promoting the ASEAN culture and arts. The first part of this discussion focuses on the establishment of the central result. The second one will be about conducting a cultural expert consultation. And lastly, the Philippines' participation in international cultural conferences, 
dialogues, and events. Let us proceed with the discussion proper on Philippine cultural diplomacy efforts. The first topic is about the establishment of Centro Rizal. To promote Philippine culture abroad, Centro Rizals are being established in various host countries. Centro Rizal was recognized by virtue of Section 42 of the Republic Act 10066, also known as the National Cultural Heritage Act of 2009, which specifies a center whose main purpose is the promotion of Philippine arts, culture, and language throughout the world. Moreover, Section 42 of the same law states that the Centro Rizal shall be a repository, inter alia, of materials on Philippine arts, culture, and language. Books, digital video discs, compact discs, films, magazines, artworks, tourism promotion materials, information materials, etc. that shall be made available to the public for both Filipinos and foreigners. Centro Rizal shall also organize cultural programs and activities for Filipinos, especially for children overseas, to promote appreciation and understanding of Philippine culture and the arts. Next is about the cultural expert consultation. It was reported last time that the Department of Foreign Affairs, or the DFA, conducted a cultural expert consultation where about a hundred of Philippines culture and art experts, so these are art experts, academics, and practitioners attended in this first ever cultural partners consultation conference, or CPCC, held at the Manila Diamond Hotel on November 6 to 7, 2019. The CPCC is a project of the Cultural Diplomacy Division of the Office of Strategic Communications and Research of the DFA, conducted to learn from and consult the country's movers and shakers in the field of culture and arts. The results of the discussions will be used to ultimately contribute to the strategic, efficient, and effective cultural diplomacy efforts of the DFA, which will be implemented throughout its 88 foreign service posts. So we're talking about here the embassies and the consulates. The second part of this Cultural Diplomacy Partner Consultation Conference, or CD, CDPCC, was conducted at the Foreign Service Institute at Carlos Milo Romulo Library, DFA last January 21, 2020. Academics, artists, cultural leaders and workers, and government partners of the DFA participated in the said event. The conference included the presentation of the participants' previous outputs with regards to cultural mapping, cultural calendar, and the state of the Philippine culture and arts from the first part of the CDPCC. The participants also discussed the cultural diplomacy plans for the future of the nation as a whole and the DFA's cultural plan for 2020. 
Now let me talk about the uh, Philippines' participation in international cultural conferences, dialogues, and events. According to the National Commission for Culture and the Arts, or NCCA, delegates from the Republic of the Philippines through the National Commission for Culture and the Arts participated in the celebration of the Conference on Dialogue of Asian Civilizations organized by the People's Republic of China last May 15 to 2022, 2019 in Beijing. The event aims to promote cultural exchanges and cooperation among Asian countries with the theme Exchanges in Mutual Learning Among Asian Civilizations and a Community of a Shared Future. The event included the following programs. So here are the programs included in that event. Forum on Asian Civilization where experts and other high-level government representatives attended the Forum on Cultural Tourism and People-to-People -people Exchanges. The Philippines was represented by Cultural Center of the Philippines Vice President Mr. Chris Miliado and Ms. Maya Angsi of Kaisa Foundation or Kaisa Foundation. Civilization and craftsmen were participating countries showcase the intangible cultural heritage and featured cultural heritage craftsmen to display their exquisite intangible cultural heritage skills and inheritance. Fashion designer Ms. Lenora Kabili and Ms. Maria Asuncion Guadalupe of Filipina showcase the indigenous weaves and fabrics of the Philippines. So the first one was the uh, Forum on Asian Civilization and the second one is the Civilization and Craftsman. And the last part of this event is the Asian Civilization Week Dress Parade. So it was participated in by the Philippines Lahing Batangan Dance Troupe. The parade featured performers dressed in their respective Asian dance and traditional attire. According to the NEDA Socio-Economic Report of 2017, the government also provides support for artists who would perform or compete in prestigious events. Most notable for 2017 was the return of the Philippines to the Venice Biennale after 50 years of absence to feature two artists. In 2016, Filipino films won major awards from top three A-list film festivals in the world. Cannes, Berlin, and Venice. The Philippines also participated in international events. The country hosted the first Budayo festival to celebrate and promote the rich heritage and cultural diversity of Brunei, Indonesia, Malaysia, and the Philippines. This was an initiative to harness greater understanding and solidarity within ASEAN. discussion that the Philippines is continuously applying the key strategies provided by the ASEAN Strategic Plan for Culture and Arts 2016-2025. Through its establishment of cultural centers abroad, 
conducting cultural expert consultation and participation in international cultural events. ASEAN arts and cultures are being promoted globally. Thank you for listening and make sure to tune in for my next upcoming episodes. Again, this is your host, Dan Lopez, and this is Arts and the ASEAN.